Hey, this is Joe Caminetti Jr. Welcome to the BC Podcast. We hope it inspires you and helps you in your journey with Jesus. Enjoy the message. Again, welcome guys to Connect Group Weekend 2021. And this is fast becoming uh, like Easter in a sense. You know, I've preached or taught 20, 38 Easter messages here at Believers. And, you know, it's the same story every every year, right? So you're always saying, what angle can I come at it with? And I was praying about this one, just asking God, what angle can I come at? And he gave me something really special. It was one of those moments where I just saw three things and I'm really excited about those. So we'll have fun with that. But we also have something really special as part of my message. We have a, a, a story video on one of our connect groups and it's just it's, it's going to exemplify what God's doing in so many of our connect groups, and it's going to be part of my message. So that's coming in a little bit. But, you know, if you were to read Acts chapter 2, right around verse 42 and then down to 47, you'll notice when we had those 3,000 Christians accept Christ, and we look at the early church, that they did two things. They did many things, but two things in regards to connecting. And one was they met in the temple, and the temple would be just like what we're doing now, I, we call that rows. And then they met from house to house, and we call that circles. And that's where the deepest connections are made. And both are very important. So that's why we have our semesters with connect groups. And we really make a big deal out of it. You'll see it in the lobbies, and you'll see all the balloons. And it's just, it's a really important time. So I have a big idea for this lesson, and it goes like this. God moves as we connect. And it's so true. As we connect, God really moves and he does some really special things. And I'll never forget my first connect group. It was unofficial, but it was my first connect group. And it was the first church that I went to. And it was Warren Christian Assembly. Barney Leone was the pastor. Some of you might remember Pastor Barney. And uh, there was a revival happening in that church, and it really was happening at Warren Western Reserve High School. The quarterback, Paul Trina at the time, and Jerry Albany, another uh, you know, very well-known jock at the school, they accepted Jesus, and they kept bringing all these people to Christ. So I, God meets me over in Boardman at the Still Valley Barbell Club, and then I find this church, and I come in, and it's just full of 20-year-olds. And it also had older people, but there were a ton of 20-year-olds because God was bringing all these people into the kingdom. And I don't know about you, but I'm praying for that to happen in all our high schools right in the valley. Can we say amen to that? Oh, yeah, God's done it, and God will do it. It's, it's exciting. It's exciting. So um, what was really crazy, we, we did Sunday morning, Sunday night, and Wednesday night services, and then... Just unofficially, Sunday night after church, we all came over to Enzo's restaurant right across the street here from the Warren campus. And uh, we came after church. There were 12 to 14 of us every single Sunday night. And guess what? It, it went on about two years, and I got the same dish every time. I got a, a pepperoni calzone with a large fry every single night. And I was too young to gain weight and too active, so it didn't hurt me. But that's not what this is about. This is about the fellowship, guys. It's about the fellowship. It's not about the food. But man, to just sit there with these, all these young people and to watch God move as somebody was going through a problem and watch God answer prayers that we prayed, it was amazing. And you know what? I, I got to thinking about this group. Everybody that was part of this connect group 
Um, they, they are all still living and serving God. I mean, it's amazing. Uh, my brother Mike was there, my brother Tony, we all went into the ministry. Others were there that are in the ministry even now, but all are serving God. And I just watch God move and do wonderful things in our life. And that's what he does as we connect. So even an unofficial connection did some really awesome things. So as I was praying for this, praying a lot in August, saying, what should I teach? What should I teach? I saw three things, and, and, and I call them uh, connection levels, the three connection stages. And these three stages uh, let us take a look at our lives and determine where we're at spiritually. And so uh, I want to ask all of us to just look at this, not in any condemning way, but to ask ourselves, what stage am I at? And you guys know this if you've been coming to Believers uh, any length of time. I am an extreme introvert. I'm an introvert. So introverts don't really need a lot of friends, right? Uh, one or two. I remember when I was in high school, my mom got mad at me. Can you imagine your mom getting mad at you for this? Because I never invited friends over. She goes, why don't you invite friends over? I said, you gave me six brothers. I don't need any friends. I have everybody I'll ever need, right? And she was upset. She goes, invite your friends over. And I had friends, but I just, they were my school friends. And we went out on Friday nights sometimes, but they were school friends. And I had all the friends I needed. I didn't realize I was an introvert at the time. And so if you're an introvert like me and not an extrovert, you're going to have to constantly fight to get up to this third level. And so it's not that I don't enjoy it. It's just that my default is I'm good. I'm good. And some of you may feel that way, but we want to just get to that next level spiritually, right? So the first one's a given. All of us walk in this and we can walk back to it because sometimes we need to. And I call it the the me connection stage. And this is where if we grow to join a group, it's because maybe we just went through a divorce and we want to get into the divorce recovery group. We need help, right? Or we have a spiritual issue in our life and we want to find a Bible study that deals with that. Or we just want some activity and something to do. Maybe we're new at the church. We want to meet some new people, which is a good thing. So I call this the me connection stage and there's nothing wrong with it. It's very important. And even as I walk in this third level stage, I have to go back to me connection a lot because can we all agree things happen in our life where we need some help and we need to connect in an area? So you go back to it, but here's what we don't want to do. We don't want to get stuck at the me connection stage. That's not a good stage to get stuck at. We want to keep growing in God and, and keep going to the next level. Now, this, the next one kind of just happens, and I call it the friend connection stage where you do get, you do meet some really good friends. And this is important, and usually... If you join a connect group in the meet connection stage, you're going to meet somebody, and we all need two or three good friends um, that we really click with. That's very important. That's not bad. That's good. And we all know who those people are in our lives, and if you don't have someone like that joining the connect group, you're, you're probably going to meet someone like that as you just connect, as you talk to people in the lobbies. But this is a great stage, and again, we all need some close friends. We all have those friends uh, that when, when we're with them, it's like, this is fun. There's no drain at all. We, we like those type of relationships. And so that kind of comes if you get into connect groups and you, you say hi to people when you walk in church. But, but here's where the danger is. The danger is to say, hey, I have all the friends I need and I really don't need anybody else in my life. And then you don't go up to the next stage because that next stage is really, 
really important. The next stage will bless you, and then God will use you to bless others. There's people that have something for you that you haven't even met yet, but they have something. And God wants to move as you connect with these people that you've never met. And so it's really important when we come to church, it's good to say hi to our friends and say hello to everybody, but we want to go to that next level and we want to connect with some people we've never met. And I gave this third stage this name, I call it the stranger connection stage. A little strange for a name, but it's the stranger connection, right? And, and this is when we're looking for someone that we don't know and we're just pulling people in and bringing them into our lives. And so when you lead a connect group, you're obviously coming up to this level. But when you go to a connect group, it's good to just always be reaching out. But in the lobbies, it's good to be reaching out. As you go through life, it's good to be reaching out because that's what Jesus taught us. Jesus said, the greatest among us Christians, the greatest Christians will be the Christians that literally lay their life down and become servants. And we can do that in many ways. We do it when we're on the dream team. We have dream teamers everywhere, connect group leaders everywhere. We have so many of you in so many different ways laying your life down. But in my opinion, the highest level of laying your life down is to just reach out to people you never met and to pull them in. It's very, very powerful. I'll tell you a story that happened to me in Bible school. Um, I was attending a church, and then I became the young adult pastor at the church, and I did it part-time while I went through Bible school. It was a very large church, one of the biggest churches in America at the time. And that particular city, Tulsa, had three really good churches. And so I planted and plugged into one, and I was always looking for strangers, somebody I never met. And one Sunday night, I met these three guys, first-time visitors, and we got to talk, and I invited them to coffee. Then I saw three buddies from Bible school that just came because the pastor was teaching on uh, going through the book of Acts, and, they, and he was a really good teacher. They wanted to hear him go through the book of Acts. And uh, so I said hello to them in the lobby. The other guys I just met are over by themselves, and I come over to say hi to my Bible school friends. They said, let's go get coffee. And I said, I'd love to, but I need to bring those three guys. And they're far enough away, they can't hear us talking. They go, who are they? I go, I just met them. And I told them the three names. And I said, we're going to go get coffee. I said, they're first timers here. I said, I'm really excited to see who they are. And I'm really excited that, you know, there's probably going to be something they speak into my life, something I can speak into their life. And we're making a connection. And these Bible school buddies said, no, nah, we don't want them to come. I said, come on, guys. I said, Get to know them. They said, nah, nah, if they have to come, we're going to go on, on our own. We'll catch up with you some other time. And I was so disappointed, so bothered by that. But they were young. You know, I figured eventually they'll get the reason they're in Bible school is to meet people and reach out to people. Right? I figured they'll get that eventually. I'm, you know, I'm not sure if they did, right? But, but I was hoping they would. And, and uh, that night I went out with these three guys and they became very close friends of mine and it was amazing what they brought into my life, what I was able to bring into their life. And so the stranger stage is just, uh, the connection stage is when we're just always looking to pull new people into our life and obviously we can't meet everybody. But I just think it's so healthy to come to a place in our life where we're asking, who is it I don't know? Who can I say hello to? Who can I pull in? And Watch God do what he does. God does amazing things. He moves in incredible ways as we connect. And I'll tell you another quick story. I've led tons of connect groups here at Believers. 
And I have been amazed with everyone I've led because I always give people a chance to share on the scripture, the subject. I have learned things that I had to write down when somebody else said what they saw in a scripture. And it, it's blown my mind. And I have to write it down because I, I think, I didn't, I've been teaching that for years and I never saw it from that angle. And that's what happens in connect groups. God moves, he blesses us. I've watched God do amazing things in people's lives. I watched God take people to the next level and it's absolutely amazing. So what I wanna say to you this weekend is I wanna ask you, what stage are you at? And, and I keep sliding where I have to say, no, I have to keep that stranger level, right? As an introvert, and I wanna encourage you to just move to it if you haven't moved to it. You extroverts, it's kind of easy, right? It's kind of like, yeah, I wanna meet everybody I can. I wanna have a party today. And uh, that's an extrovert. Yeah, you, you guys, you don't even have to try. But us normal introvert kind of people, right? <laughs> just joking. Uh, we have to keep saying, I'm going to get up to that level. I have a lot of friends, but I, I need to meet somebody new. I need to pull someone in. And we're going to see that with our video today. It's an incredible video. It's incredible to hear what God did in people's hearts. So let's check it out. I think the funny thing with Connect Groups is that I've always felt a little bit hesitant about Connect Groups. Like, even though I've grown up in church and I'm a pastor, I, th I think that probably three years ago, if you were to ask me how effective are connect groups and are they making that big of a difference in your life, I would say, not really. And I think it's because I had never really experienced one where I was seeing like authentic connection and community happen. I'm sure that was mainly my fault because I was the leader at all of these groups, but I don't think that I had connected the dots on what God could do through something like this. And it was a couple years ago when we started talking about doing a young adult group, this honestly kind of snuck up on me. We had heard there was a need for a place uh, for people to meet. And so we've always felt that our home didn't belong to us anyway. So we just, uh, we said, we called Pastor Joe and said, hey, if you need a place to meet, our house is open. And it started like that. For us, Hosting this group has been a great experience, an amazing experience. We have always been, uh, I guess, hospitable with our house. We, we love having people over. Relationships is really what it's all about for us. So whatever we can do to help develop relationships, we feel like that's really where the, where the glue uh, takes place and what, uh, where sticking power happens, uh, not just with each other, with the church body, but then, you know, deeper relationships with God. I think something that really stood out to me about this group was how relational it was. And there's nothing wrong with the other types of groups where you show up and you go through a book or you learn in an academic sense. Uh, but for me, the thing that really kind of gripped my heart and made me want to keep coming back for more were these relationships that were building on each other every week that we would come. The first time I, I, I went, you definitely have those thoughts of, uh, you know, is, is, is it going to be weird? Is anybody going to talk to us? Or, you know, not knowing what to expect. But everybody was super friendly and, and super welcoming. Um, you know, it felt like, like we had been there you know, for months, our first time. You know, when, you, when you're walking through things, it's, it's, it's cool to, to have somebody there who, you know, a lot, of, a lot of these people have walked through a lot of the same things or um, definitely a support system to just help pray with you in your, in your everyday life. 
to see Ramsey go from somebody that was kind of on the outside looking in and now a huge part of what we do with tons of friends excited to come to church leading other people there's like nothing more fulfilling than watching that happen in his life i started out in in church as a child went to church through most of my youth ended up in bc uh, youth service as a teenager and somewhere around you know 13, 14, I kind of started to fall away from going to church, and it didn't was no longer a part of my life. I, I made the statement to her, I said, you know, well, BC felt like home, and there's not a BC out here, and I'm not driving to Warren, so I'm not going to church. And for years, we kept looking at different churches, and I could never bring myself to walk through the door. I'd been going through a lot of different things. God had been dealing with me in different ways, and we were driving to the Canfield Fair, and I happened to see this billboard that says, no perfect people allowed. And when I saw it, it said BC Boardman. I'm like, I looked at her and I said, oh man, I, I wonder if that's actually somewhere that's close to our house. And we kept driving to the Canfield Fair down Western Reserve Road. And as we get down a little bit further, sure enough, I see the sign for BC Boardman as we drove right by it. And I just turned to her, uh, had tears in my eyes, and I said, we're going to church. And, and that's how we showed up here. Groups have honestly been where a lot of the growth has happened. I mean, a, a lot of my growth has happened in these groups, things that would have taken a long time otherwise to, to come across and learn myself. On our way there, we were very anxious, but once we walked in the door, it was welcoming, and we met plenty of friends that night. We discovered there were people there that felt the same exact way as us. So what happened is we actually we talked about it and we're like, this is a little scary. Like, I, I don't know, like we're not gonna know literally anyone there. Um, but we decided to go. It felt like one of those things, like we just felt like we needed to. So we went, we didn't know a soul there. Um, so it was a little bit intimidating, but I'm, I'm, you know, looking back now, I know for both of us, we're super glad that we did because it, it made a huge impact on our lives and it, it really shaped us, you know, spiritually and, socially and everything like that for, for what we're going for now. So I really like that, you know, we get together and we eat and we, you know, have a good time and then we talk about the message usually is what we talk about and um, hearing all the different um, perspectives of, you know, what they took away from the service kind of like opens your mind to just different perspectives on God's Word and that, so. I remember when we first met Jerry and Lexi, like the first day they came to church, and I feel like they got invited to our group about 15 times from the moment they left the service to going to the lobby and going to their car. And it was so cool to see them on that very same day come back to the group that night. Now to see how God's using them in leading worship and serving on our student teams and, and reaching people and now inviting them to be a part of what God's doing. The Friday before one of my first connect groups, I actually found out my mom's illness was terminal. I was pretty caught off guard by it. I didn't see it coming. I just asked the doctor, how long does she have? And they were like, she has about a year left. So all of this is fresh in my brain. And I don't remember what the conversation was during the connect group, but we were doing highs and lows. And I skipped it for that part. Cause I'm like, I don't know these people yet. Like I can't just, drop that bomb on them, I guess. And then um, we were just talking about what, what we can pray for. And I literally just said, my mom has brain cancer. And I just remember 
bawling my eyes out. And I just remember looking around the room and everyone was like zoned in on me. Like it was all about what I'm going through right now. And we prayed together, which I haven't had that before. I haven't sat down with a group of people and really prayed about what's going on. And I think I needed that significantly at that point. To listen to Jess tell us what she was going through, which I would have never maybe known if we weren't in the group together, um, was, it was so heartbreaking, but it was also so beautiful to watch how the group surrounded her with support and now to see how God is working in her life, even through pain, I, I think that is incredible. I think that it just gives me sheer joy because there's hope, they're Gen B. They're, they're a generation of believers that Gen love B. hanging out and Gen they, BC. Gen BC, they really um, talk to each other and get real together and laugh together and they live in community. And uh, it just, it, they're, I believe they're really going to be the next generation that changes it, the, the world. I really do. To watch Joe and Diane selflessly serve the next generation and come out of their comfort zone and offer their house and cook meals, um, it's amazing. And I think this is such a beautiful picture of what the family of God is supposed to look like, that people that are maybe a little bit ahead of us can, can help us along. And we call them Mama and Papa V. And I think there is something really cool about watching them be a mom and a dad in some ways to so many of these young people. And I wonder how many people out there are listening and watching this and God might be leading you to do the very same thing. When I started coming to Believers, God was telling me, you need to find connection, like a special kind of connection within a church. So I think if you're hesitant to go to these connect groups, just do it. It's the best connection that you'll have. It's the best one I've had. It's just when you need a group of people with you through tough times, it's the perfect group to go to. I mean, if I could just dream for a second about what I would want for every person that calls BC home and every follower of Jesus for that matter, it would be to find what we have found in this community of people doing life together. And it doesn't have to look like the Veracali's house and it doesn't have to have a bunch of food every week. All it has to have is people who are willing to open up their lives to each other and do life together. And that is a remarkable thing to give God to work with. And he can do some amazing things through that. Can we give it up in Borman and Warren? Just God moves as we connect, right? And uh, must admit, I had a little temptation come when I saw the meatballs and the and the sauce, right, and the pasta. I thought lunch is pretty far away. But guys, that was powerful, and that's happening in our student ministries here at Believers. They're doing that kind of connection. It's happening in all of our connect groups. Like I said, we could have highlighted a lot of connect groups, and it's just awesome to watch what God's doing. And I love what Joe Jr. said, Pastor Joe, about his dream. And I really believe that's God taking us to the next level and having more and more of our dear people be able to connect in those particular ways. Can we close our eyes, bow our heads? Let's pray. Father, thank you for a weekend when we can remind ourselves that we were created to connect and even to connect with people we've never met. And thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in all of our groups and Thank you for speaking to hearts and showing us our God path when it comes to connect groups. Thank you for showing those that can just 
volunteer their homes, showing others that they're called to be leaders. And then thank you, Lord, for helping all of us see how important it is to keep connecting and allow you to move as we connect. We thank you for that, Lord God. Let's keep our heads bowed, our eyes closed. Maybe you're listening and you're not sure of your eternity. And I surely want to give you that chance. Maybe you're visiting online. Maybe you're in Bourbon. Maybe you're at TCI Correctional Facility. Maybe you're here in Warren. And you're just not sure of your eternity. Right now, I'm not asking you to join our church. I'm not asking you to join a religion. I'm asking you a really important question. It's the most important question to every human being on, on the entire planet. And the question is, what have you done with Jesus? I'm not asking if you know him by name, if you know what he did through Easter and Christmas. I'm asking you, can you remember a day when you made it personal with him? And that's what changes us, and that's what causes all of us to become Christians and be able to go to heaven. So right now, I'm just asking, can you remember a day when you prayed and said, Jesus, I believe you're the only way to heaven? Because he said, and he did, he died for all of our sins. And after he died, God raised him from the, the dead, and he is the way, the truth, and the life. And the way we come to the Father is through him. And I can't force that on anybody, but I remember 19 years old, God made that real to me. And I remember my dad, he did it near 40, and he reaches all of us wherever we're at. My grandparents in, in their 60s and 70s. But God has to open up your eyes. So heads are bowed, eyes are closed. If you're listening, you say, that's me. Would you pray right now? If, if you pray this prayer and accept Christ, a miracle will happen in your life. It's amazing. God will wash your sins away. He'll make you a new person from the inside out. The rest of us, can we help them pray? Let's pray. Um, just say, uh, Father God, I realize that I was born sin-stained, and I need a Savior. This day, I repent of my sins, and I look to Jesus. Jesus, I accept you as my Savior. I believe you're the only way to heaven, that you're the God that died for our sins, that you're raised from the grave, and I thank you for giving me eternal life. Hope you enjoyed today's podcast. There are a couple things I'd love for you to do. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. That helps us spread the word and impact more people. You can also help us see others connected to God by investing today at believers.cc give. And if you want updates on all things Believers Church, check out believers.cc or follow us at A City Connected on Twitter and Instagram or search Believers The Connecting Place on Facebook. The best way to connect with BC is live and in person at one of our weekend worship experiences. We have locations in Boardman and Warren, and you can get the service times and plan your visit at Believers.cc. Thanks for tuning in to the BC Podcast.